the always moving podcast with Lyndon Savanto's little trips around America continues with this week's episode about Detroit, Michigan. Where you go? New York, change of environment. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Always Moving Podcast. I am your host, Lynn Savanto, and uh, today I'm going to talk about Detroit, Michigan. Uh, my last episode I covered, uh, hopefully you listened. If not, go check it out. But I talked about San Antonio, Texas, and how I felt that it is the most underrated city in America. And that could be proven wrong, but nobody's said anything in the comments otherwise, so... I guess uh, I'm going to run with what I thought about San Antonio. Um, Now I'm going to get into Detroit, which was unlike San Antonio, which I knew nothing about. Detroit, um, I had these, you know, preconceptions. I had these ideas of what Detroit was because I've been there. But I kind of haven't been there because I it was during um, the road trip that I took to see all the baseball stadiums. So we went to the Tigers game. And I loved... Comerica Park, uh, I believe they changed the name now, but it's Comerica Park in my heart, forever and always, but we were only there for four hours, and what we saw, what we drove by, looked uh, very run down, very um, kind of the idea we had about what Detroit was, um, so coming back, I knew it was going to be cold, you know, living in Florida, we're going to go up, and it's a, you know, 50 plus degrees colder in Fahrenheit um so I'm like I'm not really looking forward to this first impression when I was there wasn't great and it's gonna be a lot colder all right let's go do this but um so San Antonio was kind of just a trip on a whim we just went and uh we're like let's just take a trip to San Antonio and turned out to be incredible but this time we went to Detroit for business purposes because um since I've recently uh, gained, I've recently been granted, given, however you want to say it. I recently received my green card for the USA, so now I can officially leave the country without any uh, any issue of coming back across the border. I'm now a permanent legal resident of the United States, and it felt incredible when I received that card, when I did the interview, and the officer said, and you know... Um, I'm going to accept you for approval and, uh, you know, you're going to get your card in this amount of time. And the second he said that, I just felt like tears swelling up or welling up. And it was just like, man, (laughs) after such a long time, I finally got my green card and, uh, and I'm a legal resident. So part of, you know, now that we're traveling more and we're going to be traveling abroad again, you're going to Canada, going wherever, um, Tampa and Florida are actually a very good kind of hub to start off to travel abroad so that'll most likely be for another episode but for this one we are headed to Detroit because we had to do our interview for Nexus so this way uh, I could skip the lines at airports and go to the fancy TSA pre-check global entry Nexus all that fun jazz so uh, we're headed to Detroit on business 
that's why we ended up taking a, a weekend vacation in the cold. So we get to Detroit. Um, it it seemed like uh, it was going to be a we're in for a, an interesting flight because our uh, our guy just decided to to fly at cloud height the, the entire way, and um, so it was just kind of the plane just shook the entire time. And uh, it's like, well, why don't you go above the clouds? And then we just could get over this. But uh, no, <laughs> he elected not to do so. So it was kind of just a, a bumpy flight the whole way up. I watched the original Bad News Bears with uh, Walter Matthau. Great. Loved it. Uh, it's probably some words you can't say nowadays. But uh, go check out the original Bad News Bears. I believe it's leaving HBO Max on uh, the end of March. So go check that out. Um, so we arrive in Detroit, uh, it's just instantly you feel it, you get off the plane, you know when you walk onto the corridor, just instant, just punch in the face cold, <laughs> and I mean, I'm raised, born and raised in Canada, lived Canada most of my life, um, but it's been a while since I've been in that kind of cold, so it's just like, oh boy, <laughs> it's everything we thought it would be and more, so, um, we're waiting for the shuttle, and Alyssa's got like her full-on parka with like the faux fur hood on and she's just freezing just dying outside and i'm just it felt good like it was a shock to the system but it felt you know like home even though i'm not from detroit obviously but it felt like home because it was just that that coldness you know i had a sweater on so there's that little bit of warmth underneath that it kind of hugs you ever so ever so gently and uh so we take the shuttle, get to the air or uh, our hotel, which was not that far—ten minutes, maybe not even from the airport—and um, settle in for the night because we have to go to the immigration, uh, I guess, border security, homeland security, whatever building the next day, so that we could get our green card. No, not our green card, our Nexus card. Do the interview. So um, we get dropped off. <laughs> so when you go to get your nexus interview at least in detroit it's right before the ambassador bridge i believe it's called the ambassador bridge that goes across to ontario and like we took an uber and she it was the worst uber i've ever been in there was like mcdonald's wrappers on the ground i thought you actually had to like keep it tidy and um so first off our uber sucked and (laughs) and then um um so you're approaching the bridge the offices are there for uh, where we're doing our Nexus appointment. And then, like, maybe half a kilometer is the Ambassador Bridge, and you're on your way to Canada. And our driver's, like, you could tell she's getting nervous because the off-ramp to get to the office is, like, no return to the U.S. possible. And she's just like, okay, what the hell is going on? So we're like, okay, it's right over there. We already drove by it because it's kind of really quickly off this turn. And we're like, okay, you can just let us out here. We'll walk up. <laughs> and then... Uh, First off, uh, you have to get in there by vehicle. Uh, they don't really allow walk-ups because it's in the middle of no, like in the middle of like an industrial park that just semis and everyone crossing the border are at. So we we approach the gate, we push the little buzzer, and they have like the cameras. They can see us, and we're like, uh, "Yeah, the uh, the Uber just dropped us off. Um, we're trying to do our Nexus interview." And they're like, "Okay, uh, give us a sec." And then they're probably thinking like, "Who the hell are these people?" and what the hell are they doing here? So, uh, eventually this guy came, this officer came with his SUV and he asked us what happened. 
and uh, he pointed us which way we had to go. It's just a short little walk. Go to the office. Both our officers, because we did, we kind of, it looked like a DMV. It was like a desk, and uh, you could hear everything everyone's saying. Like, it's, I pretty much hold hands with Alyssa when she was doing hers. And uh, all the officers were just not friendly. <laughs> like, there's there's a level where it's like, be serious, crack jokes or whatever, and then just be, like, miserable. Uh, they were not, <laughs> they were the lower, they are lowest on the totem pole there. So, they were not uh, thrilled to see us, not thrilled to hear our answers. Um, yeah, but eventually, we both got approved, and those cards should be in the mail probably tomorrow. We might uh, get them, uh, get them in the mail, but... So we do the interview. They have to like get buzzed into the room. The door's locked. They have to buzz you in. Then you have to wait. And then you take your interview. And then you have to leave. So leaving when you don't have a car <laughs> became just another part of this classic, you know, Alyssa and Lyndon kind of trip. We um, we go to a different building that's kind of like a main lobby where they um, they deal with a lot of the semi trucks that are crossing, you know, transporting goods from the U.S. to Canada. And then we go over there, we're like, okay, so our Uber just dropped us off. Um, can we just, like, get out of here somewhere and just walk? We just wanted to explore, go downtown and whatever. So the the guy we talked to looks puzzled, like, what the hell is happening? Calls for an officer to come, and he's going to escort us off the premises, take us out the gate, and then we can get out there. He's like, you can take an Uber or you can walk to downtown from there. And <laughs> it's the same officer that helped us at the front gate and we're just like oh hey you know we've already met this guy and so we have to walk alongside the side of his you know his his suv while semis are coming in he's got his his lights flashing and we're slowly just walking beside his suv across like nine lanes of semi traffic just to get to the gate and we're just it's cold out we're walking in front of all these semi-trucks, and the same officer had to help us twice to get out of there, but eventually we did. We made it out. We got our uh, approval for Nexus. Uh, we will be coming to a country near you soon enough. So we're like, okay, what do we want to do? It's Friday. Uh, I'd finished all my work. Um, so at Alyssa, so we were just free all weekend. We're like, okay, let's go get a drink somewhere. We're going to walk downtown. We'll go to downtown Detroit. And we looked, and it was a two-mile walk, which normally would not be an issue. I was not overly dressed to do a two-mile walk in uh, in the frozen, <laughs> frozen city of Detroit with water. I mean, wind coming off the the water. Um, but we did it anyway. It was okay. It wasn't too bad. But we ended up at John K. King, Michigan's largest used and rare books um, store. It's a four-level, I forget what it used to be. It was a shoe factory or something like that. But now it's just four floors loaded to the gills with just old used books. And uh, so we went in there, popped by. I found a book about the Alamo, of course, because I was still riding that high. You know, remember the Alamo. Um, but it was a super cool place. It's kind of halfway between downtown and the Nexus Center. And uh, so we just went in there for a bit, checked it out, warmed up a little made our way downtown there weren't many people walking which made sense because <laughs> it was pretty cold and it was a friday uh but we made it downtown there's a a nice little roundabout kind of seems like the main roundabout in the middle of the city and you kind of branch off whichever you want to go and there was a 
an old gear that said Detroit and it said the pick is in because Detroit will be the host of the 2024 NFL draft and they have just a countdown going. So we're like, that's pretty cool. Um, so we're like, okay, we're in Detroit, you know, Motor City. We're here. Let's find something to, something to drink and start the day. And we ended up at this, uh, this Irish pub. And <laughs> it was awesome. Like, uh, once we got in and we got our first drinks, um, it just started snowing. And it snowed until the next day, actually. <laughs> so we got our first, uh, my first snow in over two years. And uh, at least by the time we left the bar, I was feeling fine. We had uh, some really good, they had um, like egg rolls, but they were, they were Reuben sandwiches, but they were Reuben egg rolls and they were fantastic. And I'm like five, uh, five beers in like, like like heavy beers, like stouts and stuff like that. And uh, we're just eating, snacking, feeling fine. We were watching um, Gordon Ramsay's new show, Next Level Chef. (laughs) with subtitles and we're like oh man this is cool like you know the elevator's taking ingredients up or oh this team has to go to the shitty kitchen in the bottom floor so we're just drinking watching that her mom was coming to meet us she was driving up from columbus so we had a few hours to kill and naturally we sniffed out a casino uh we ended up in greek town which was not too far of a walk maybe eight minutes so we're just walking through the snow uh, half cut, going to the casino, just having a time. And uh, at the casino, obviously, more drinks, more, you know, it's the weekend. Have some fun. Let's let's have a good time. Um, Greek Town was pretty cool. It, uh, there's a lot of bars and restaurants. Um, there's, like, in enclosed walkways where you can cross the street and stuff. So with the snow, it was kind of welcoming. And then... Uh, yeah, we just gambled there. There was a bar stool, you know, like the the sports network. There was bar stool bar, which I didn't know existed. So we ended up in there also, and uh, Alyssa got hammered. <laughs> she was just feeling the weekend, so Alyssa got hammed. Um, eventually, uh, her mom came and picked us up, and then she was gonna stay at the hotel with us. So it's something called a thunder. No, a what is it called? Thunder snow, thunder snow. It's a uh, it's a lightning and thunderstorm, but it also snows at the same time, which I have never experienced, and neither did Ricky or uh, Alyssa, who didn't remember the drive, by the way. But <laughs> so um, eventually we made it back. It was all safe. Like the roads were pretty pretty brutal um, to get from downtown to our hotel, but uh, we made it all safe. And then the next day pretty nice day out we're like you know what let's put this green card into use we're going to canada and i went to canada for the first time since the beginning of february 2021 we crossed under uh the tunnel the tunnel that goes detroit to windsor ontario and uh it was awesome it was it was just so neat seeing um you know the the measurements of gasoline or the speed limits and uh, you know, signs were in French and English. And we straight to Tim Hortons. One of the first things you see when you cry, when you get out of the, uh, the che- security checkpoint is a Tim Hortons. So we went there, um, got some Timbits, went to a real Canadian superstore and bought uh, bought some ketchup chips and some snacks and uh, just went around. It actually worked out really well. I was able to go into a 
a bank and get a new bank card and everything. And it turned out to be a very productive trip to Detroit, to be honest with you. Um, so, yeah, we uh, we went there. We went to the Caesars uh, Casino on the Windsor side. You can see it across the river. And uh, then we made our way back, picked up some Detroit-style deep dish pizza, bunch of drinks. I got some Labatt Blue with the Detroit Red Rings logo on it. And we went back to the hotel, just chilled, had a time um, in preparation for our last day. So we uh, we just kind of, we were tired uh, and, and or hung over from the night before. So uh, just got some Detroit deep-style pizza or deep dish pizza and... Uh, chilled for the night and then our last day there we had the whole day before the flight so we went to the Detroit Historical Museum where I learned so much about the city um, that I had no idea before like it was such an integral part of the Underground Railway Underground Railroad um, helping slaves escape um, you know their their situations it was a lot of slaves from the south even though they were the Civil War had ended or they were granted freedom. A lot of areas didn't, you know, accept like the paperwork or they just they didn't accept the rules. So they were still, you know, enslaved by, you know, their masters and stuff. So a lot of people were trying to make their way up to Detroit. They came through Detroit and to cross the river into Canada. So actually, I had no idea that was a thing. Um in Detroit, I knew that existed, obviously, but I didn't know that was a thing in Detroit. So when you're down at the Riverwalk, looking over to Ontario, there's a, a statue with all different, like, different types of, you know, s- slaves trying to escape. There was like a young kid, there's woman, there's an old man, there's a couple other men, and it's kind of this really powerful statue at this moment. And they're just overlooking the river, facing Ontario and facing freedom and. And everything they went through to get here, they just had to make it across the river or make it across the ice, depending on the time. And it was very, it was a very powerful, you know, monument at the end of uh, or at the edge of the river there. So if you go to Detroit and you go to the Riverwalk, make sure you go see that and just kind of appreciate, you know, what took place right there and uh, what it meant to to do that same border crossing that we did the day before. You know, we went over for ketchup chips and <laughs> ketchup chips and a Canadian sweater. And uh, these slaves went over for freedom for their lives. And uh, it was a very powerful moment um, to learn all about it. The ex- the uh, exhibition at the museum actually was really well done, really, really moving. They had voices of like, uh, you kind of follow the path of a slave trying to escape. And then you hear voices like come out like we're not going to hurt you and you hear dogs barking and then you read the signs of like who you can trust who you can't what you should do uh symbols to look out for that means it's safe here or if there i don't want to be wrong about the item but if there was some item in front of a door that means there was slavers looking in the area so yeah detroit was this instrumental part in that underground railroad road and uh so yeah, I was really glad we went to the museum and learned that. And other exhibits inside there, obviously you learned about, you know, the the automotive industry in Detroit and how it built Detroit into one of these most glamorous cities at one point in the US. It was they showed footage back in the day and it was, you know, everyone's dressed fancy, it was the place to be and then once the 
automotive industry crashed. You, the city just went with it and all these surrounding neighborhoods. Uh, there's abandoned buildings everywhere. Everything just kind of just uh, just plummeted. So you saw the, the rise and the fall of Detroit at the museum. And it was a, it's a really good, really powerful museum. There's all kinds of parts of history. You know, the river between Canada and the U.S. was used during Prohibition to help bring alcohol into the U.S., so there was a lot of, you know, mob connections and organized crime uh, along the river bringing alcohol into the U.S. and uh, from Canada. So, yeah, we learned a lot that last day, and I think it really made me appreciate Detroit more. Because if you just show up as a tourist, um, you know, right now, especially, it's cold. You don't really want to be outside. But if you just kind of drive around, you see a bunch of abandoned buildings and... You know, broken like windows, uh, houses with broken windows or boarded up, and it, it looks, it looks like this rundown, crappy city. But once you learn what led to this and what happened there before, and the rise and the fall, and what happened to all the the people and the residents there, it's a, it's kind of a, a tragic symbol of what happens when an industry fails in a uh, in a in a major city and that's what happens i mean still there's a lot of people we saw a lot of people there's a lot of nice stuff there still but at the end of the day it's not what it once was and uh, you could see that as you went along so um i would say i definitely developed a stronger connection to the city of detroit after learning about the history and everything that took place there and if you do visit Detroit, there's plenty to do. There's a lot of, you know, they have major sports teams, concerts, all that. They've got the casino. they got theaters. But um, I would highly suggest you go to the historical museum and you learn about the buildings. You learn about the streets. You learn about what happened, you know, where you go for tacos. You learn what happened on that street, you know, 100 years ago, 80 years ago, 60, 50, 40 years ago. And uh, it gives you... Gives you a deeper connection to the city. So, um, yeah. Eventually, we, you know, we made our way back, came home. We're safely here back in Florida. Flight was better. And, um, yeah, that concludes our trip to Detroit, Michigan. It was uh, it was eye-opening. It was cold. But I gained a lot more respect, I think, for the, the people of Detroit and what they've had to endure in the last few decades and uh, continue to go through. So, um from myself, I am your host, Lyndon Savanto, and as we say around here, let's keep this thing moving. <laughs>